Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Serve Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National Community Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. In this episode, we are speaking with the mayor of Green Bay, Eric Genrick, and his chief of staff, Ahmad Rivera-Wagner, about the creation of the Green Bay Conservation Corps AmeriCorps program, which launched this fall. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you both doing? Doing well. Thanks so much for having us on. Appreciate it. Excited to be here. Just so excited to be able to talk with you both about the new Green Bay Conservation Corps that launched this fall. So you just start off by just giving us a brief overview of the program. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a, a winding road, as I'm sure is the case for, for many of these programs. But for us uh, in Green Bay, it, it really started after Congress had passed some legislation to respond to the COVID pandemic. So there was some CARES legislation that came down in 2020, as I said, in the midst of the pandemic. And, you know, what I was hoping to be able to do was directly employ people in a safe environment during the pandemic. So the idea was to, to have kind of a direct employment program doing some of these conservation sorts of activities. Long story short, on that front, there were just a lot of federal rules and regulations attached to that funding that made that type of programming really difficult to, to pull off and sort of impossible to actually do. And so when Ahmad came on board, which was, I think, tail end of, of summer 2020, really he identified right away that AmeriCorps funding would be an alternative way of actually getting this type of program off the ground. So, you know, from a conceptual point of view, I, I get a little bit of credit, I suppose, but for actually making this happen, you know, wouldn't have been possible without Ahmad's experience, really, and expertise within AmeriCorps. Just really thrilled that we're to the point now where this program is actually underway and, and doing some good work across the city. And so, Ahmad, what was it that led you to decide that AmeriCorps would be a great way of launching this program? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the mayor gives me credit, but the idea that a municipal government would be interested in leveraging federal dollars to really focus on uh, conservation and volunteerism is really kind of something that takes a lot of leadership. And not many municipalities even know that that's possible, let alone are interested in making that possible. So I was excited when the mayor described the program and ultimately the impact. You know, we are a community that one likes to take care of one another. Two, there was a push to increase volunteerism. And three, as we deal with climate change and the realities here uh, in Green Bay and in the Midwest, there was a deep need for folks to be employed and getting new skills, as well as educating people on how to play a deeper role in that. And to me, that just sounded like exactly like AmeriCorps. And so as someone who's both been a member, a director of a program, and served as a program officer, I was like, this is the most perfect place that we can do. And so we gave a call to Serve Wisconsin, playing this uh, amazing idea that the mayor had, and they also agreed. And so we that led to our planning grant, which led to our, our program. And so just couldn't be more excited to just be in a community that is deeply caring about taking care of one another and focusing on volunteerism and building capital amongst people to really directly impact climate change. And so it's nice to work for a mayor who cares about those issues. And then you mentioned having that planning grant over the last year to get things ready and set up for the program. And then you launched as a program this summer. And so could you tell us a little about the launch event this August that you participated in to celebrate the start of the program? 
Yeah, so we we were fortunate to be able to participate in a launch event at the tail end of summer over at the Croc Center, which is Salvation Army Croc Center. And the idea there was to to highlight one, of course, the kickoff of the Green Bay Conservation Corps, but also this collaborative effort that we're engaged in to develop for the first time 26 and a half acres of land that exists between the Croc Center and and a Walmart that we have on the east side of town. And and so what we're hoping to create there is a bunch of new housing at all different types for all income levels, as well as a destination playground and an urban farm. And the idea there was really to activate the space with this volunteer activity spearheaded by the Conservation Corps. So we're able to expose people to that site for the first time, maybe in their history, it's sort of tucked away and not necessarily that's real visible to a lot of folks. So the idea there was to to really activate that site with some sunflower plantings to bring some activity there and, and vibrancy to that community and to this corner of town. You know, this was the the first community project of the Green Bay Conservation Corps. I was led by our our core coordinator, Maria Otto, who has been with the city for a little bit over a a year at this point and has been doing some amazing work constructing this program and I think has has gotten a lot of accolades from Serve Wisconsin and and everybody who's come in contact with her locally and at the state level. So really proud of the work that she's been doing to this point. That's wonderful. And it's so glad that this launch was able to help with a project that's been needing to get done and on the way to get done, it's a great way of getting the community involved with it and also kicking off the start of the brand new program. Yeah, and, and we also were fortunate to come together on another community event just at the tail end of October over at Red Smith Park, which is close to one of our, our K-8 schools in the Green Bay School District. There's a natural area that's really close to the school there. So my family and I, an Alders family, and her and a bunch of community members were out there removing buckthorn. If you're not familiar with buckthorn, you, you probably wouldn't be able to point it out. But once you're involved in one of these projects, you'll never be able to ignore it again. You know, so it was it was a great way to just kind of get people together, but also to improve a community space that has just been crowded out by this invasive species. So that too was a, a great way to, to bring people together to do some good work and, and hoping that there are going to be countless opportunities to, to do that in the future. That's fantastic. And you discussed some of these really large community projects that the Green Bay Conservation Corps has done. What are you hoping that they're going to accomplish over this next year and then into the future? And they have some pretty ambitious goals, but based on what we've experienced out of the gates here, I don't have too much doubt that they're going to be able to meet and, and surpass them. Ahmad might have a better handle on, on some of those goals, the specificities there, but I believe it's 75 acres of land to be impacted by these activities. So mentioned the uh, invasive species eradication, which was ongoing at, at Red Smith. They've already been doing a lot of that work along the East River as well as some of our trails there. So it's really, you know, a lot of that work all across the, the city of Green Bay just improving public spaces, improving some of our trails uh, and pedestrian bridges through some of our natural areas uh, across the community. Some native plantings, I think we'll we'll see as well, take place uh, across some of our greenways and in our parks and, and other locations. And so you're just really looking forward to what's already been identified as goals for the Conservation Corps. But I think the other really intriguing aspect of this is the fact that the Corps themselves and the Corps members are really going to be setting the direction for this Conservation Corps, not just during their tenure, but I think really setting direction for the program in years to come. So to see what Maria and the core members themselves are going to be able to create with one another and with the community is what I'm most excited about. That's wonderful. I'm really looking forward to 
this continued growth of the program and you already have gotten off to a great start as a new program to already have all of your full year members ready and launched to go at the start of the year. And then when you have a bunch more folks add in later this year for your summer members. So we're really excited to see the progress that you're going to make Just what's going to keep happening into the future. Yeah. And I think that's an important thing to know, especially from an employer's perspective or from an organizational perspective. We have Maria, as I said, in in place as the core coordinator has been here for a little over a year. We have six full-time core members who are working with her as we speak in the city of Green Bay. And then we will be bringing on 15 seasonal core members beginning in in May for the summer months. And so from, from our point of view, it's been really encouraging to see how quickly Maria has been able to, to populate the core here in Green Bay. We, as is the case with all local units of government in the state and private employers too, have had some challenges in in filling roles within the organization. And so I think what we've been able to do here with the Conservation Corps is, is sort of eye-opening for a lot of people and is certainly encouraging us to explore AmeriCorps as, as a way to solve other problems within the organization and within the community, partially because of you know how quickly we've been able to, to fill these spots. That's just so wonderful. And we're so happy to see it just moving and it going forward. Mayor Ginrich, you mentioned at the beginning about having inspiration to launch the program during the height of the pandemic when the different funding was coming through. What made you decide to do a program specifically focused in the direction of conservation? Well, at that time, you know, like I said, it was in the midst of COVID. And so I was thinking about direct employment opportunities, specifically programs that could be conducted in a safe way. So, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, the advantage of doing some outside work was, was pretty clear at that point. I'm also somebody who's inspired by history and sort of the finer points of our history and the conservation Corps that was created by the FDR administration, the New Deal period, you know, is something that you still feel the impact of it in many places across the state and nation. And you see these plaques and you understand the projects that were made possible because of the way that elected officials at that time reconceptualized the role of government and what we could do as a people. And so that also has been a source of inspiration for me for a long time and fed into this idea of, you know, could we do something like that in a a modern day, in a modern way? That's wonderful. And it really is that legacy building piece of that long lasting difference that can be made. And you do still see those plaques of those CCC program pieces and see that conservation difference that's happened, even though it was decades and decades ago, that impact you can have. And this really helps focus it on the localized level to be able to continue to make that impact and have people helping out the community. That's exactly right. And then we usually ask our guests about their favorite memories or stories from their service, their specific programs. But Mayor Ginnerick, would you have any stories from any previous volunteer other service experiences you'd like to share? Yeah, so I've not had the privilege of being exposed directly to AmeriCorps previously, but just in terms of of service generally, I I was a big brother for a period of time over at Fort Howard Elementary, so I was able to go over there on a weekly basis and hang out with my, my little. I really look back fondly on that period of time, not just because of the relationship that I was able to form with this fourth grader and, and then fifth grader, but also just was really impressed with the mission of the school district, the work that's done by all the teachers and staff, the decency and, and goodness that kind of emanates from all the school kids and the people that are, are working in that field. So that was probably, you know, probably one of my best experiences related to service. That's wonderful. And then, Ahmad, I know you had mentioned that you had served previously with AmeriCorps and you had a, a role with a program as well. Could you tell us a little bit about what your service was and if you have a favorite memory or two from your service? I do, but I, I did want to just reemphasize the really cool things that we're going to be doing with the Conservation Corps here in Green Bay. That just give you some numbers that we're already crushing, which is that we'll be improving three miles of trail, which has been previously neglected. 
We have an incredibly robust public park system here in Green Bay, and we'll be improving through miles of trail. We're restoring 75 acres of habitat, which we're actually crushing. Well, by next year, we might have to actually add more acres of restoration because our members are so motivated. We're adding two acres of native plants and trees, and then overall, we'll have about 100 acres of impact on top of about 150 volunteers that we're recruiting and about 25 events within 12 months. And so we're really excited about all of the ways in which the city is leveraging federal dollars that have really local impacts and that we are finding, as the mayor pointed out, that there is something to be said about recruiting for people passionate about a purpose and that we're seeing how that we have full employment in our AmeriCorps programs where in other spaces of government and other sectors, we aren't seeing that. And so there's something really unique about this work, folks being mission driven and creating a space for people to have a very direct impact that they can both visibly see and leave a legacy. So I just wanted to make sure we emphasize that because without the kind of foresight and vision of a mayor who could see that and, and use history as a guide, we are already seeing the positive impact and it's only been three months. So imagine what this will look like in three years. That's fantastic looking at that impact just so far and then where it's going and you're already ahead of schedule of what you wanted to get done. It's just been fun. So we're hopefully inspiring others. And one last note on that is that we've already gotten calls from other mayors and town managers across the region asking either, can they start an AmeriCorps program or can we work with them with our AmeriCorps program? And so we've already gotten calls from at least five cities trying to both co-opt and copy this program. And so that's both a compliment to both the process and the people in it. So I'm very proud of Maria and the members because people are literally asking, can we borrow your members and do similar projects in our community? So I think there's something here that we found. And then core memory. So my AmeriCorps experience was with this group called the Massachusetts Promise Fellowship. And what we did that was really awesome is that we did civic engagement initiatives. And so I went to this small city called Holyoke, Massachusetts, which is home to one of the largest populations of Latinos outside of Puerto Rico. And one of the issues was that we wanted to create civic engagement initiatives that started in the schools that would have an impact for people to participate. So I started this kids votes program and we implemented it in a municipal election where young people under 18 would have the same voting experience as their adult counterparts, all from elementary school all the way up to high school. And it was really, really exciting. And what the theory of the case was that if we brought in young people who are often the translators and cultural ambassadors for their families, especially if English is not their first language, that we would see an increase in participation. And not only did we see an increase in participation, we created this youth council that the youth council president ended up running for mayor five years later and winning. Oh, wow. Uh, and so my favorite memory is that, you know, that we started this program. People thought it was a waste of time. AmeriCorps thought it was important. We got young people to participate. And one of the people who participated ended up running five years later for mayor and winning. And, and that program is still actually going strong in Holyoke. So I feel like that's just my one of my proudest moments of something very simple, but that made a really big difference. That's tremendous. And that's such a wonderful experience to just be able to see that result of activating their engagement in the community and it just going forward into a larger and larger scale. It actually became a forum for candidates. So then later they would have this youth forum with governors, with people running for Congress, with people running for state senate, state rep. And so it became this thing that you did in Holyoke was to go have a forum with people under 18, with the irony being that they would influence the, the families, the people who actually voted in official election, but they were voting alongside each other. So it was a it was a crazy idea that worked and just thankful to AmeriCorps for giving me the chance to even do that work. That's wonderful. 
And then thinking about those experiences and those done by people in several different ways across Green Bay and the state, what do you think is the overall value you see in people volunteering or serving their community? And then are there any volunteer efforts you'd love to see people get involved in Green Bay to help support the local community? Yes, that's that's a simple answer. I I mean, I generally think that participation makes a big difference, whether that's going to a budget meeting, whether that's running for office, whether that's voting, whether that's serving on a board or commission, whether that's being a big brother or big sister, whether that's supporting LGBTQ youth as they look and serve mentors, whether that's helping people write a business plan. I think there is an inordinate amount of time and spaces for people to help each other and living in a community that cares deeply about that. It's exciting that there's lots of opportunities to do that. I still think the most important thing that people can do to make sure that their government is reflective of their values and visions for the future is to participate in elections, not just presidential, not just midterms, but municipal elections. And I think that is the most important service that anyone can do and the easiest for you if you're legally able to. And so to me, that's the the best thing you possibly can do to volunteer, but there's lots of options in our community and thankful for all those ones that are present. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And and I think it's maybe more important than ever for us as community leaders, as government leaders to try to do whatever we can to bring people together. You know, we, we've all experienced a pandemic that was really damaging to the social fabric of our country and our communities. We sort of got out of the habit of getting together. You know, social isolation was a sort of an anti-pandemic strategy that was deployed for good reason across the country and the world. But now is really the time to come together and and focus on community challenges and opportunities and in ways that we can just strengthen the ties that bind us together because I think that's incredibly vital. That's wonderful. And it's just really that ability to service being something that can tie people together across all backgrounds, across all ideologies, across everything, where you can come together and make a difference for your community. Absolutely. And I think what we're doing here, you know, Ahmad talked about the the interest of surrounding communities or, or communities across the country that are interested in deploying something similar. But it's it's also creating an example within our organization of the power of AmeriCorps. And so even probably as we speak, the chief of police is having a meeting with our director of development to figure out if there might be a way to, to bring in an AmeriCorps program that could benefit both our neighborhoods and also our, our police department and the mission of creating a safer Green Bay and a stronger community here. So, we're, you know, we're thinking about some stuff in that area. I think uh, Ahmad and I have also talked a lot about expanding upon, you know, something that's been going on in the city of Green Bay for a long time, which is our park supervisor program, also known as Parkies. That's been you know, a, a challenging area of our our service portfolio to really fill out recently. And we do think there might be an opportunity to look at things in a different, unique way to, to remedy some learning loss that occurs in our summer months and, and deploying hopefully some core members to improve, you know, maybe some reading scores and, and also just get active with kids in Green Bay. So just a long way of saying that this is a, a very innovative model, especially for local government. And we're looking forward to deploying it in additional areas to better the community. That's wonderful. And we look forward to supporting your efforts and trying to help people find ways they can make a difference through service to help out the community and help all the different challenges that people are facing. One small thing that I, and I forgot to mention this, we are the only municipal based AmeriCorps program in the state of Wisconsin. 
And I think that's a really important note. And it's great to have that city-based government that's stepping up to take a lead and help out and find the, an issue that's in their community and figure out how can we mobilize through AmeriCorps to make a difference. That's very true and, and well said. And it's, uh, you know, especially at the local government level here in the state of Wisconsin, we are all very much cash strapped. So innovation isn't really a choice. It's a necessity, especially when you're thinking about how we can continue to offer core services to community members. And so I can see more and more communities across the state getting interested in in this. And and hopefully we can be a resource for some of those who have questions. That's wonderful. And thank you for being that. And thank you for being a resource for all those folks that are already reaching out for you, looking at the, how can we do something like this? Absolutely. And then we just want to say, Thank you both so very much for joining us. And we're so excited for the start of the Green Bay Conservation Corps this year. And just thank you so very much, Mayor Ginrich. And thank you so much, Ahmad, for your support in helping create the program. And we look forward to all the great things that it's going to do into the future. Well, thank you. Thanks to Serve Wisconsin and AmeriCorps. It's been a fantastic partnership to this point, And we're looking for great things to come in the future. And thank you again to Mayor Ginrich and Ahmad for sharing about the creation of the Green Bay Conservation Corps and giving us another story we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast produced by Serve Wisconsin. I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Serve Wisconsin intern, Anna Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember, the S in S-File stands for service. And you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.